All right. <laughs> this is our new home time theme. Is it theme good? song. Wait, we were just playing these into the phone and not into our mics. Oh, oh wait. Should we do it again? Wait, no, wait, don't do it again. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I think people heard it. <laughs> oh, there we go. So, welcome back to Home Time. <laughs> flawless introduction. Absolutely flawless infl- intro. <laughs> much like Nailed we always it. do. Really proud of you. Hey. Thank you. Merry Christmas Eve, Tara. Merry Christmas Eve, Mike. And Merry Christmas Eve to all. To everyone. Yes, to all the Noise Extra listeners. This is a special episode of Home Time. This is normally... Uh, Wait, should we do Holiday wait, edition. Doing the... Yeah, they didn't right, know they were going to get the full cacophony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is our, uh, uh, the two of ours, the two mining tears. How do you say, I? you know, I never, it never feels right, the whole like, you just how take, would I say mine and oh, Tara's? So you just take the other person's name out and then say it. You'd be like, it's my favorite holiday. So you say this is my and Tara's podcast together. Well, it'd be like. It'd be like, this is my favorite holiday. This is Tara and Mai's favorite holiday. So well, I would say... I guess you wouldn't apostrophe it, See, it does feel weird. Yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't say it that way. So how would how would we say this is... Like, this, this is, is our <laughs> favorite holiday. <laughs> but this is our... <laughs> I'm talking about the podcast. This is our favorite holiday. But I'm firstly talking about Home Time as a podcast series. Oh. This is our podcast series. I guess is how you say it. You just use our. It's a pronoun. That's what it's for. (laughs) But Uh, I do, it does, it does when people are like, um, oh, I can't think of a great example now, but when they're they're using, you know, she and myself or like trying to decide what to say there, you just take the other person out and then say it and then add the other person back in and that's how you know what to say. Oh, I, right, right. Yeah, but generally, but it's not going to really work in this situation. I would say our is better. So or we could just go full third person, go wild, and be like, it's Mike and Tara's favorite. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Tara love this holiday. We do love this Mike holiday. Mike and Tara sure do. <laughs> we do. But so, <laughs> so Home Time is our podcast series that's over on the Patreon, uh, but we thought we would... Uh, release an episode for the general public uh, to kind of show you what's going on over there on the Patreon, as well as to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Eve, yes. Happy Holidays, the whole thing. Happy, and, uh, happy winter time. Yeah, absolutely. And so here we are. So this is home time. You're getting pretty much what it is. It's a, it's a very loose Pretty much, it's us sitting on our couch. We are on the couch, and you know, one thing I have never actually pointed out, and I don't know if anybody has even realized. I don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say, but you know what it is. Oh. Is the title of this of our podcast, Home oh, Time, yeah. is a is a noise reference, and yes. I don't know if people realize that. As we've been kind of going with the titles for the stuff we've been using as references, you know, noise extra being the Masana a reverent album. reference. A reverent reference. Yes, trash, the trashware uh, yeah. things being the gear, you know, being the pain jerk yeah. album. Uh, but Home Time is one of our favorite songs by Throbbing Gristle on the DOA album. It's one of Cozy's <laughs> songs on that album. I love I've that always movie. loved that song. I've always loved yeah. the title. And so when we decided to do uh, a podcast, the two of us at home on the couch. Makes I was sense. like, "There we go, home time." One of our it is. one of our best wedding gifts, the TG twenty four box. That was so cool. 
We still have it. I was actually I going through it the other day. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's still great. And kind of like we were saying um, on the last home time, we like to use the stuff in the in the boxes. Oh, yeah. I totally so took the patches So we've used out. the patches. We've used the buttons. So it's, yeah. our box, at the postcards we've hung up. Yes. Probably given some to people. Our, yes. But, but the important thing that's complete is we do have all the CDs we still have. They were somehow all in their correct I feel like wallets, we were good which is and crazy. careful. Yeah. But well, we didn't drive around in the car listening to it much. So that kind of helps. That's true. I, I feel like the I car like is I where d- CDs go to get scrambled. It is. And scratched. Are you just going to keep doing the bell like throughout the episode? I can't stop <laughs> playing with it. It's really how about fun. I, how about I take it over? Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I will ring it if you give it to me. But yeah, so but yeah, so this is pretty much it. We were pretty much sitting in the house. We we have a bunch of stuff in front of us on our table and then we just kind of go through it. Now, yes, it'll always be Noise will always be a part of the podcast. Will always be kind of a springboard, but we also talk about other things. Um, a lot of every episode so far has there's been movie talk. Tara generally has some science talk. Well, then a um, lot of things fit on our table, so it's just like everything that we've been checking out. So that week. Uh, hey, a lot of times it's the research for the episode. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so hey, here we go. Home time, Christmas Eve, and of course we've been. Deep in the Christmas zone. Getting that vibe hard. Absolutely. We love Christmas horror movies. We've been watching some great ones. We love Christmas music. And there is, you know, there's some Christmas noise. You know, of course, on a recent home time, we discussed Kevin Drum's Tannenbaum. That's what we listened oh, to I while we were putting it. up our yes. tree. Um, our fake Tannenbaum. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And probably one of the most direct well at least in title Christmas Noise releases I'm holding it I can't wait to talk about it you are holding it Tara why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you're holding it's Smell and Quim the Christmas album of course (laughs) now uh, one of the you know classic stinky horse fucker tapes in the vacuum mold (sighs) with Smell and Quim the Smell and Quim logo you know, uh, raised so it looks so cool it looks really really you have the cardboard with Ian Brady uh, Ian Brady's eyes on the cover and just the Christmas album now and the string going right the, through the middle of his eyes it looks so good and then the tapes tied yeah. to it you don't know whether or not to be like excited about it or scared of it but either way it's interesting you're winning uh, and now as far as and of course the the colors on the back green red white yeah, absolutely other than that, I don't know how Christmassy this is, but you know what? You don't think Clit Fest is a Christmas it, title? You know, I, you know what? It is now. And so this is definitely a Christmas album to listen to around Christmas. Well, Tread on the Baby's kind of like Jesus-y. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, totally. And then what? But what's really cool is Sausage that... Sausage Jockey is not. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> what's really cool is that... The live version of Turned Over to Sod, one of the classic Smell and Quim songs. God, it's bonkers. Recorded at the Duchess of York, and if we're not mistaken, yeah, no, it, it, because it's introed as Smell and Quim playing alongside Condom and Haters. Yes. This would be the absolute first Smell and Quim show that Dave mentioned, talked, said on the, to- on the uh, show. He said that, that was, that the, was the the, at the Duchess one. of York oh with, with Condom and Haters was the very first Snow and Quim show. So the recording of the live version of Turned Over to Sod is um, from their very first show. And so I that do love now that he said he was getting supplies from a school and the fact that this is laminated. So I can totally. just picture like I bet he laminated. Did this all oh, at the school. It's such a thrill. I love it. 
That's yeah. wonderful. Now, this is the second edition with the black um, plastic uh, and the white um, Ian, picture of Ian Brady. The first edition is a gold plastic with the pink uh, pink or red? I've actually only ever seen. I always thought it was pink, but yeah, I, I can't pink. tell. I've yeah. only ever seen pics. Um, so we have the second edition. We have number forty-three. Is that nice? I think so. That, that seems nice good. to me. Forty-three out of eighty. You know, so there's probably one hundred and sixty in total uh, out there. But you know, come on, it's Christmas time. Smell and Come Christmas album. What else are you gonna do? That's exactly what you're gonna do. Now another Christmas album that. Can we- I just say? Mm-hmm. Anthem of the Quim Republic. Like we're we're kind of like part of the Quim Republic. Now. I think we are. I feel like you know we're citizens of the Quim Republic. I think we are. I I absolutely think we are. I think all of you are too. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, now another album that we've always well always it's you know only a few years old, but we consider a to be a Christmas. Album. We listen to it at Christmas. We always listen to it at Christmas, Christmas time. We will yes. be listening to it on Christmas Eve. We have been listening to it uh, yep. this past week. It's been great. And that would be Prurient Frozen Niagara Falls. It's got Frozen in it. Well, now, and there's a lot of snow imagery. Yes. Traditional snowfall. Yes. There is uh, at least one title reference to a Christmas song. Now, I think I'm not going to go ahead and give it away. I think I'm going to see... I'm, a, I'm just going to go ahead and... Let's le- see if everybody I'm gonna else leave that breadcrumb. it might be I'm going to leave that breadcrumb and just see what happens. But well. to me, it's Christmas. And the... The the tracks, especially Christ Among the Broken Glass, and the uh, first track with the, with the great um, those the the myth of building bridges with the great that great guitar, the mm. medieval guitar, and the snowfall imagery. Everything about this says Christmas to us, and it's something we listen to at at, at nighttime around this around yes. this uh, holiday. Uh, certainly, it's going to be. We listened to it in the afternoon yesterday. It was great. Sure. I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Nice. Why not? Uh, but there's something really special about this album. I think it's a... I think it's a... Uh, one of the great uh, Prairie releases, albums. If if not, maybe the... Well, it's hard to say because sometimes it always is the, the uh, we're newer ones. We're going to change our minds. You, or you change your mind. Right now... I love it so Right much, now, right it's now. my favorite. Mine too, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know... I may say another one's my favorite another day, but currently, I think, and for the past... I think when January hits, we're going to pick a different favorite. Maybe. But, but right now, oh, absolutely. Right now, it is Frozen Niagara it's Falls. It's exactly the mood I want. Me too. Yeah. Um, and also related to Frozen Niagara Falls, because the record features a remix by Prurient mm. and is on Hospital. Oh. Of course, Frozen Niagara Falls on Profound Lore, but... We we, know, we got it. We know. Same peeps. Is the Yezu Christmas record. Oh, it's a good one. How many times have we listened to it? I mean, we just keep flipping it. Countless. Because countless it is, times. again, it is EP length. You know, it's a shorter one. It's it's one of those easy ones where you just flip, 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 flip. The Prairie Remix side is, ooh, it's so incredible. That Of course, that great synth line comes in, and then the lyric, the, the, the lyrics are so much clearer because he... You know, take took the lyrics, uh, you know, by themselves, the vocals by themselves, and mm-hmm. you, you mess with it. It sounds so amazing, and the cover is so cool. I love the cover so much with their plates that say that they for a hundred years. Yeah, Justin Broderick, <laughs> nineteen sixty nine to, to twenty sixty nine. Yang, Yang Lee, nineteen eighty seven to twenty eighty seven. It's so awesome. The insert, oh. the insert. 
I know. I've been staring at it this whole time. Like, I, I, I'm making all this noise, like, holding this insert. It says, precious are the memories of Christmas. And then there's a cross with Yang Lee and Jay Broderick. Uh, and then Life Mass. Oh, it's so good. It's a perfect it. record. It is going <laughs> to continue to get played. Christmas and Life Mass. <laughs> perfect. And then the... Yeah, I mean, it is just absolutely... I mean, the lyrics... I know, I'm reading the them right now. The lyrics are... Dude, what will Christmas bring for you this year? Everything and nothing, just the usual tears. Will you look outside and see nothing but snow? Or will the Christmas cheer be at a merry low? I mean, it's just so incredible. <laughs> it's so incredible. Christmas is lost uh, on us and I know, we will never it? learn. It's true. This is so incredible. <laughs> uh, I mean, God. Jesus set, of course... Last year at the, the house snow. with the snow that oh came down. Oh my god, that blew my mind. I didn't know there was going to be snow. I think you knew, but I didn't. I did it. Oh, you did. No, it was a surprise was to it me surprise too. To you too? Yes. Oh, I it did was not. a great surprise. It was a great surprise. One of one of our favorite Why sets there of more last snow year. snow at shows. I mean, Typo used to do it when they would oh, play Frozen. Oh, so sad, dude. Oh shoot, another totally Christmas. Christmas. You're right, and of yes. course, Red Morning on Ugh. October Rust. Okay, which well, is, which, now... And they do the Carol of the Bells in the middle. We don't need any excuse to uh, listen to October Rust. Well, but never, but, but especially let's now. But I had it. forgotten to pull it out We're in the season. We're going to do it. Red Morning. Heck yeah, great idea. Great Christmas See, song. great ideas happen on this couch. Yes, <laughs> the best ideas. We can just leap across Like listening to Yezu and Typo and Perrine and Smell and Corn. <laughs> Those are great ideas. <laughs> and then we got records, we got cassettes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is just such, we got a, such an amazing uh, uh, album. Love Yezu so much, and this is... Probably, probably I would say, but our actual most played Christmas album well, because we've had it so long. Well, so has no, to be. So this now one. we're kind of veering out of uh, you know noise. Um, uh, hey, one world. man's noise is another man's C- music. Correct, correct. <laughs> but probably our favorite Christmas album of all time is "The Spirit of Christmas." By the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> I love it it's so much. So good. And it's got the amazing, like, um, the Byzantine oh, the mosaic art. on the cover. It's so, so good. The art is perfect. Yeah. It is that just haunting, yeah. slow choir, especially like the Silent Night and Carol of the Bells and the slower songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just so ominous and. And you know, just it puts us it's in that. It's such a different style of music, though. Every mood. it takes you to a different planet. Like when you hear like those, like massive choirs yeah. and their arrangements like that, it truly does become otherworldly. And yes. I, I love that aspect of it. Yes. Like the, and I, and I think I'm sure that's kind of like why that style of arrangement was so popular in religious music because it does you know, take you to this transcendent place where you think yeah. maybe there's something more to people. Maybe we are special. Maybe we can transcend. I don't know. It's yeah. great. No, and yeah. I think I think this record absolutely encaps- encapsulates that. It it just sounds so great. It's one we just listen to all the time. All, every year for as long yeah. as we can remember. It just it's so Baroque. It's great. Oh, yes. Mormon <laughs> Tabernacle Choir, the spirit of and, Christmas. And it's also that type of thing where you can't just like wander into making that type of music. It requires so much like 
production, so many people. Like it, it just requires so much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's great, and it's so simple too. Like mm-hmm. the musically, it's very, very simple. You know, it's like organ and vocals, and that's it. You know, really. What year is more. that even from? Um, that's what I was actually kind of looking at. It yeah. is from. Doesn't have. I don't know. Like, I'll look on the year. disc. See if you see a year. I'm going to look. Here we go. Yeah, I'm not seeing a year. Well. But it's old. It wasn't in the 2000s, there I'll you tell go. you that. There you go. It's probably written in. It is interesting that there's actually yeah. not a year written on this. That's really odd. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Hey, Mormon, there we go. Mormon well, Tabernacle Choir. Spirit of Christmas. I mean, the spirit of Christmas. The spirit is here. <laughs> the spirit is alive in the Connolly household. Now, a couple other great records that uh, a friend of ours put out this year, actually. Uh, are complete Christmas records. Absolute Christmas records. Just direct, because they are... I mean, that's what they are. Uh, and they are the two records put out by VDSQ. Uh, Anthony Pasquale's Magic and Warmth at, Warmth at Christmas Time. <laughs> and Mark McGuire's Do You Hear What I Hear. These are... I, I Steve did... He went, when he told me that these were happening... Uh, and, and he and he played some of the stuff for me when I was hanging out with him one day. I mean, he knew how excited I was going to be, and they they came out perfectly. They look so good. They sound so good. They're, you can just I love the classic design. Yeah, on the, it. the Pasquale, like, the uh, Pascarosa. I said Pasquale. Okay, yeah, why I do got, I say that? Well, you know, Pascarosa is not a word that you throw around. Why do I say Pasquale? It's not the way your brain is, works. Do we know someone named that? <laughs> And there's Pasquale's Pizza in <gasps> Kentucky. <laughs> Dude, that's why Remember I Pasquale's say that. Remember Pasquale's Pizza? I'm so embarrassed. Anthony, Steve, everybody. I'm so <laughs> em- okay. So embarrassed. No edits. Every no. I'm the other thing about home time is as you are finding out is we don't do any edits on this. This is Tara <laughs> and I sitting on the couch with talking into two lavalier mics into our phone. We are as lo-fi as it gets. You're going to appreciate it. We, do, why we you, do actually have our own phones. It's, that's it's my pro- phone. <laughs> yeah. My phone has more memory. That's probably why <laughs> it, so, it definitely sounds different. <laughs> definitely does not sound as good as our normal Noise Extra episodes because Gray, the sound wizard, is not here to help us do that. So, so yes, you just heard me completely get someone's last it's name really wrong. Fun. I'm a, I am a bit embarrassed, I have if to say. If anybody knows Sam Tripoli, you you do have that thing in your brain where it makes you mispronounce people's names. Like I mean, look, Tripoli. we know this in every episode. I mispronounce awesome. stuff. We I love it. The it's, I think it. it's endearing. But I, but I got the name so wrong, and I actually feel really bad. And I, Anthony's a great guy, and I feel bad yeah. that I said. But you are right. It was the pizza place is what I was saying. You're 100% <laughs> right. Pascarosa. I'm so sorry, Anthony. Uh, I love your record, so I'm very, very well, you sorry. Too. And I, I love the design of it because it's that, that then classic. I didn't mispronounce your name. I just completely but it's said like, it wrong. It is that classic, like, and it's pen, his art. Yeah. pen and ink. Like, it, it just reminds me of some, like, totally, it's totally the 70s, like, you know, and it's well, that style. Yeah, and it's his uh, art. And, and he, I love it. And he wrote the, uh, the great um, liner notes, which has maybe one of the best lines in liner notes of all time. Once my tree goes up, I try to make a sauce. The combined smell of tree and meatball immediately lifts my spirits. <laughs> I remember when I read Amazing. that. Mike loves meatballs. Amazing. And when I read that, I was like, Mike, this is your new favorite Amazing. record. Amazing. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, Well, this is an amazing record. And so is Mark's record's incredible, too. Oh, yeah. And the design and they're on both this very one's different amazing. Too. It's I mean, so fun to Anthony's, look at. Anthony's record is more, there's a sound of a fireplace going through mm-hmm. the whole record. And it's a you know very simple, 
pared down acoustic, whereas Mark adds a lot of layers to a lot of the tracks. There are pared down moments and songs, but mm-hmm. then then he does you know when he does the Nutcracker Suite, it's very layered. It's really yes. cool. Yes. Uh, no, really incredible records. Uh, and he does a Christmas song, which is like my favorite Christmas song. A uh, Christmas song. The Christmas. The song. Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Christmas. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. No, I totally, totally. <laughs> um, so, really incredible records. So these are these have been the. The record, the soundtrack in our home uh, the heavy for the rotation. past week, for yeah. sure. Heavy rotation will be Christmas Eve. We'll be listening to all these and more. Of course, we're gonna have to put on, you know, Last Christmas by Wham. Of course, I, we're gonna have I, to put I, on. I heard it already. Well, I mean, we've been, but I'm saying like on Christmas Eve, you know, oh, we're really getting it up. Yes. Last Christmas, uh, of course. Uh, Father Christmas by the Kinks. Love that one. Give us some money. Yeah. <laughs> we'll beat you up. <laughs> That's so I mean, good. We hit that one really Merry early. Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight. But yeah. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Hard absolutely. Candy Christmas. Oh, Give Dolly. me some Dolly. I'll take that. That's great. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas is a wonderful movie. Great movie. Any Christmas scenes in that movie? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. No, maybe maybe I just tune them out. Hard Candy Christmas is when they're shutting down the brothel, but you know. Oh, they is that movie? Yeah, that's what it's from. It's from um, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. We'll be fine and dandy. It's like a Hard Candy Christmas. Well, then I would barely make it through tomorrow, but I won't let darkness bring me way down. Dolly had a way of words. Well, you know what? If that's in that movie, and that then Best Little Whorehouse is. Has a Christmas connection. Oh, so we're good, good. I, I could, I could watch a little Burt Reynolds right now, dude. Big Burt and his, and his. Uh, he wears some little skivvies there. It's fun. Cowboy boots and underwear. Hey man, it's a way to do it's it. It's a good look, Sheriff. Um, speaking of movies, we've been watching oh. some great Christmas movies. Now, one of our mandatory Christmas time viewings is a collection of Christmas shorts that Something Weird put out. I love Something Weird. Of course. I mean, like Something Weird. Something Weird I'm was very, I'm just going to want to watch it. Whatever it something is, I want to watch it. Something Weird was very important to us yes. early on. We had so many of those VHSs. Yes. Um, and that's how we first saw Coffin Joe, H.G. Lewis. Um, so much great stuff. Yes. And it's great that the AFCA um, company are have the entire Something Weird catalog now and are doing these great Blu-rays of mm-hmm. a lot of this the the classic Something Weird the Zodiac Killer uh, Blu-ray oh, yeah. was of course one of the most mandatory God I wonder who he is yeah I know right who do you think he is you know I don't I don't you I mean we don't know Santa we don't know does all the rest of the year is the Zodiac Search Killer the, or that he is the Zodiac Killer does Zodiac Killer ever killed on Christmas Maybe not. Maybe that's the balance. Santa Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer is absolutely fascinating. Um, I it, there's no I don't have any sort of speculation as to who it is. Nor but, do I. Yeah, but the what's interesting is with all this kind of this these DNA sites and, mm-hmm. and DNA te- yeah. and DNA um, people submitting their DNA to these ancestry sites and Twenty Three Me is how a lot of retroactive no, cold case uh, cold cases have been getting solved like the cal- the yeah. original night stalker so um, many people uh, 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 that was caught the golden also known as golden state killer uh, mm-hmm. Joe D'Angelo uh, that's how he was caught and he and that had been you know what I mean and that was because a relative of his submitted their DNA and it was just you know that's how it happened so while I think it's always been pretty much accepted at least I pretty much accepted that we're never gonna know who Zodiac 
yeah, is, that's and, true. and we'll never find out who killed Black Dahlia. I think those two are kind of like. I agree with you. But but Black now Dahlia with, but is now too with late all these for DNA. Yeah, Ooh. or too early. You mean? No, I mean, I mean, like Black Dahlia. I feel like. And they, it was, they wouldn't have collected. I mean, too late. By too late, I mean like they don't have anything. That, would have that is probably DNA. true. Black Dahlia. That I like the way you said be. it is probably more accurate. It's it was too early of a case for them saying. to preserve the D, the DNA. I understand. That's good accuracy in there. But with this DNA, with all these DNA submitting, maybe you know, maybe they will finally, maybe Zodiac will be found. Oh, that'd be that'd be wild. Yeah, pretty, I've just always accepted that it never would. But well, pretty, I just pretty hope fascinating whoever it is, um, whoever they be. They are taken alive so that we can hear the tale because, oh my but God. But Joe D'Angelo wow. guy, I don't think he's, I'm pretty sure he's kept his mouth shut. So yeah, it depends. No. Some of these guys are talkers. Some are, it seems like Zodiac would be a talker though. Cause yes, absolutely. <laughs> I know. But anyway, so. Has something to say. What um, are we talking about? From Zodiac, Zodiac to Christmas. Because ah, Zodiac uh, killer, something weird. Blu-ray, is Santa Claus. That's right. Is Zodiac Santa killer is but Santa But the Claus. retro Christmas classics DVD that they put out in the. Like, That's why there's it, no DNA, by the way. Because it's magic. That's true. Um, this has some of the great, and these are all kind of from like the '40s and and '50s and early '60s. So they all have this strangeness to them. This inherent strangeness, unintentional strangeness that we quote constantly without knowing it. Like there's there's this- a great one where <laughs> these two kids uh, are they're they're given hot cocoa to go to bed, and they decide to leave their hot cocoa for Santa because they want to leave think- a. They want to leave a present for Santa Claus. And they're very greedy kids as well. They want a lot. And And a puppy. But what do they say when they got the when they get the idea? And when 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 they get the idea to leave Santa in present, what does the little girl say? And the little boy's name is Dickie. Of course the little boy's name is Dickie. And what is the little girl? Oh Dickie, let's (laughs) let's do it. Let's leave it for Santa. Dickie, let's. Oh. Oh, let's. Oh, let's do it, Dickie. so funny. It's so funny. I love it. So Mike and I say, oh, Dickie, let's constantly. One of the strangest ones in <laughs> With the is... elf on a shelf who plays the piano like a maniac. Don't you like my fancy playing? You like my fancy playing? Getting into everything, knocking stuff over. That's wild. A re- Wait, did you ever do Elf on a Shelf? I never did no. that. I know people do that, but I, it was never like not part my of family's our thing. Up. was not part of our growing no. um, the One of the other craziest ones is... The one where all the toys come to life, and they're all—it's like the the adult toys come oh to life. Oh my god, the sexy well, well, ballerina doll. Well, and they're just like the the main thing that makes us laugh is the idea that there's adults doing film this, and they yes. made this, and it's yes. like it's so it's just this like whose world? It took everybody a long time to figure out kids shows. They were like, kids shouldn't be on them. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, pretend you're a kid. It is such <laughs> a strange one. Um, I could talk about this video all day. I I want to get a group together so we can all have seen it and, and discuss yeah, it yeah. Uh, it's, oh, you know what we need to watch is that um, the Russian Snow Queen cartoon. Well, the Snow Queen is one of our favorites. Oh my god! But the but not the regular Snow Queen. The the no the Russian the one. Russian the classic one, yeah. with with the so with good. the great. So Sandra D did the vocals when they released it in the U.S. And one of our favorite things from that is that, so the little kid, the little boy, is cursing the Snow Queen. This little kid is saying, you know, like, "Oh, I'm gonna put you on a stove and melt you and turn you into a puddle." <laughs> the Snow Queen gets so offended by this so little mad. kid who, like, and first of all, does he even have the power to put her on a stove and melt her in a puddle? 
But she decides to literally ruin his life she's because he sat there saying, wishing this out loud. Turn me into a puddle, will you? Hear me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's so angry. She's like, oh, you think I will be a puddle? I shan't be a puddle today, sir. Yeah, and then like, ruins his life. So mad. Takes out his, like, love. Takes out his, like, feeling. Well, she puts an ice splinter in his heart so that he yeah. can feel no love and then an ice splinter in his eye so he can see no love and see no beauty so he has no love and no beauty just because he like was just sitting there like <laughs> mouthing off well that should teach you know him what to mouth off good point that's good true. Le- lesson learned you know what it's like <laughs> it's like you know it's like my mom used to say hey the devil can hear you say that well, you should you watch go. your mouth the snow queen might hear you the say that the snow queen might hear you and say that which is even worse than the way devil. worse <laughs> snow queen um but ice in your eyes yes yeah, Horrible. But I love Sandra Dee's voice, and she's yes. so cute and sweet, it's a great and it's such a good one. It is a great one. It's also, also love like the. I mean, any any of those. Well, there's a lot of violent 40s, Christmas movies. I mean, any that's, of those forties, fifties, yeah. uh, animation, claymation, mm-hmm. combination of live action claymation. Yes, there is something so just incredible about them. There's oh, something God. so unknowingly strange about them and it's it's some of my favorite stuff to watch I love I love watching I like I love I was watching another one the other day where it was, it was like I, it was kind of in and out watching it I don't even know what it was but it was like you know like a boys school and a nun was the teacher and they're learning Christmas carols this is from like the 40s or something <laughs> oh like that, you know? yeah that's right it's yeah. so good I love so that so I was stuff. taking I a love nap love that oh stuff. yeah it's like when Grampy the bootlegger who was Betty Boop's sidekick yeah so Grampy was a bootlegger he was very creative and he liked to like improvise things yeah and so like when he ran the orphanage and pretended to be Santa. That's like one of my other favorite Christmas cartoons. That's that one's a great so one. good. That's a great one. And when they sing Christmas comes but once a year, now it's here, now, now it's here. Oh, that's a great one. Christmas comes but once a year. Yeah. But it's also the same song from um, Halloween when they go and they have the masks. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's the same song. It's the same tune. Either way, it's a great song. <laughs> Halloween comes once a year, now it's here, now it's here. Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> is it the same tune? It is the same tune. Huh. It is. Really? Yeah, it's the same tune as Grampy. It's I mean it's not like a copyrighted tune. It's yeah. just a interesting like a sing I guess you're song. Right. Yeah, Christmas comes out once a year. Silver Shamrock. Oh yeah, okay, there you go. I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, you go. You looked so skeptical at me. I started sweating. I wish everybody listening could know. Like Mike was looking at me, like he thought I was crazy. Like, no, I just I have to figure out how to edit this, and I started sweating a little. No, I just I, <laughs> I actually I could. The song was different in my. I you know what? I was thinking of the act, the first Halloween theme song. Oh the, yeah, no. Do 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 do. I was like, it's not the <laughs> That's same. Not, no. That's what it. I was like, what? No, and I'm the Halloween three, three season of the witch. I'm talking season of the witch. Now I understand because yeah. at first I was like. No, it's it's not <laughs> like that's not. I'm like, and then well, then I was no, I was questioning myself. Like, wait, how does the theme song to Halloween go? Now oh, I understand. Well, and I was reluctant <laughs> to say Halloween three, although I suspected it was three. I always get that part screwed up in my and, brain, and, and so what, I didn't with your spaghetti with my spaghetti strainer brain. I didn't want to be like, <clears throat> I didn't want to say the wrong Halloween, and I'd be like three, and you'd be like three. It's still the same night, and I'm like, I thought that was two, and then I would have it wrong, but it is three. It is three. I love that. Great job. We didn't watch that this year. We got to save not? it. We got to save That's it. That's true. We need to save some. Sometimes it's cool to kind of do every other year. Yeah. I do like that they wanted to like 
implant chips into little kids' heads to make their heads explode or mind control them or whatever they were going to do. I, that was just a great idea. It's a great movie. It's so funny. I love when the, when, the, when the kid's like face turns into like bugs or something. <laughs> Crazy. Rules. I know it's so good. Um, what a fun film! But of course, but yes, Grampy sang that <laughs> yeah, song there you go. <laughs> yes. to the orphans. Uh, Betty Boop's bootlegger friend. Uh, that's why Betty Boop's so good. Cartoons were so naughty back in the day. See, oh, yeah. I love the blending. Like people hadn't figured all this stuff out yet. I think that's what's so fun and awkward about like these early Christmas shows. Yeah. and they were like sponsored by like. It wasn't even like, like Sears. It was sponsored by the local Dupont. De- oh no! Oh no! No! <laughs> you're right. Department lo- stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your yeah. local. Despi- yeah, by she- your local like. Sponsored yeah. by Shillitoes downtown. Wait, there's one on the retro Christmas <laughs> Eve that's like uh, it's like an ad for um. Uh, yeah, they like, do ads like, what is it? during like, them. Stamp. No, no, no. What it is is it's like. War stamps or Christmas something. Christmas seals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. The, the Christmas seals to help fight tuberculosis. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that was so good. Um, but of course, with Christmas comes a m- number of wonderful Christmas horror and Christmas slasher movies. Of course, we've discussed Christmas Evil. We love already. the violence of Christmas. We've discussed yes. Silent Night, Deadly Night. But we just watched two of. Well, I think I stated that Christmas Evil was my favorite Christmas horror movie. I. Th- I- I think I changed too. I changed too. I think I that the I, original Black Christmas God, I know. I might mean, be the best. I did learn my tune, but at the same time, Black Christmas is <gasps> so evil. Black Christmas. So well, now, evil. so Black Christmas is an so Black Christmas is from the is seventies. Nineteen seventy four. So it's very early, and mm-hmm. it is a slasher. But this is pre Halloween. This is pre. This is pre like everything. It is at that time where there were no rules, and God, I love Margot Kidder. So Margot uh, Kidder is amazing is in my this, correct? Favorite person ever. She's wearing what does her choker say? It says yes. Yes. Oh, that's my favorite word. I love the word yes. yes. It's so fun. Just whenever you can say it, just do it. It feels good. Yeah, absolutely. And she's incredible in it. Andrea Martin, who would go on <gasps> later to be in SCTV. Yes, is in and, it. She, and she is not hilarious in this. No, but she she's not. great. She's great. Yeah. Um, Olivia Husey, Hussey Husey. I would assume Husey is how you pronounce it. She's British, right? I think so. Romeo and Juliet. She is Juliet yeah. of Romeo and Juliet, is incredible in this. Well, who knows then how we the say it? The <laughs> actress whose name I'm misplacing, who is also in. One of our favorite uh, uh, Black Christmas was uh, it was filmed in Canada. Um, one of our other favorite Canadian horror movies. There's some fun Canadian accents. Yeah. Oh, they were so fun. Uh, one of our favorite um, Canadian horror movies, Curtains. Oh God, I love that. Uh, the, the actress is uh, in in that as well. And I can't remember Curtains, her name. Curtains is kind of Christmas. It's very wintry. It's we wintry. Just, okay. I, After Christmas, curtains. we'll watch it. Yeah, let's definitely I put on curtains. Love Curtains. It's been a little bit. That doll scene. Oh my god! But wait, the back best. to Black Christmas. Back to Black Christmas. Can, back to Black. Uh, Dude, so the very important part that I need to bring up. I know you have serious things to say. What this is serious too. Mm. Unless before we go into this, we're not, okay. We're gonna do our best to not spoil. Oh, we I'm try not spoiling not to spoil, anything. But we may just if you really really crazy about spoilers, you know. We're, we're gonna, not going to spoil. We're not I'm gonna not going to spoil Black we're Christmas. Not gonna, we're not like, spoil. It's so good. I would spoil. feel awful yeah, if I right. did. Okay. But I just wanted to talk about Margot Kidder yes. giving a small child wine and then yes. saying the little bastard is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I think the little bastard is drunk. She is so great in this entire movie. She is great. She is, she is, she is 
force feeding wine to a small, like an eight-year-old maybe, seven-year-old yeah. boy at a Christmas carnival. Yes. And then he's smiling and she's like, hey, you're cute. I think this little bastard is drunk. It's the best. I love her. She's a very bad person in this movie. I, uh, and I love She's the, quite unscrupulous, but she's not bad. She's just, you know, a little sloppy. Yeah. And I love the, sloppy. like, house mother with the hiding the sherry oh. all over. She like, hides <laughs> so it in the good. back of the toilet. Ugh. Why does she also feel the need to hide it so much? Like, she's an adult. She could just, like... I know people do it, and I know that that's, like, clean water, and they always say you run out of water, you can drink the back of the toilet water. I don't want to. That will never happen. I don't want to. We will never do that. I mean... I wouldn't even boil spaghetti in it. And I know it's not from the toilet, and I know it's, like, theoretically clean. But I also doubt that they've, like, lined the toilet in any material. Like, who knows what's in that? Like, you know, I don't know if they're using lead paint on the inside of the toilet. Not that they would, but I'm just saying it's not food safe. It's disgusting. I'm not going to drink it. (laughs) Not drinking toilet water out of the back of the tank. You heard it here first, everybody. Not going to do it. We're not going to do that. Um, but Black Christmas. So I think it has some of my favorite Christmas decorations in a Christmas movie. Oh, the lights look amazing. The the red wreath. And they twinkle just right. The red wreath, like oh. when they open the door and Olivia's Hughes's face is against the red, it just looks so great. Oh, the the, it's, the it's, house itself looks so cool. It has those big red bulbs. They're so big and, and yeah. colorful. I feel like they all, caused a wait, lot of fires back in the day. The tree with the like weird, <gasps> what is that? Oh, we forgot to look up what that's called. Because it has a name and I remember my... My mom telling it looks me like, about it. Honestly, it looks like the tree's covered in, in like, elegant, like spider webs. Like, but like, but like, it like was like fluffy. Like it like was angel, spider webs made of like yeah. I call it angel cloud, but it was angel something, and I remember them using it. But it, it was. <laughs> I feel like it was toxic. Like it was like asbestos or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, like uh, I yeah. can't remember, but yeah, my my grandparents used to cover the tree, and it just looked like it was like it looked like caterpillars had made a giant nest. Of the tree and the whole thing kind of like glowed. That's what it looks like. And it looks Bag so good. caterpillars. God, it, looks it looks so good. good. The house looks so good. It's got that old, that. Like, dark brown. Every, and then, But then also like the wallpaper and the rooms look amazing. Uh, the, the Like the weird stained glass lampshades. I mean, the, everything about this movie to me, I it just just visually is just, oh. It's so per- and then, of course, the new incredible uh, Blu-ray put out by Scream Factory. Uh, a few years ago is the only way to watch this really and the it just cover, looks so amazing and the, the cover, cover has the, the perfect thing. so out of perfect old, cover what what book was it that was it not psychotronic like it no was, that uh, was actually from it was the, we had made a button out of the cover from an old fangoria, fangoria. it was just an ad yeah. in a fangoria so or i mean or like a you know like a, yeah so when we were in college yeah. we were when we were youngins, Mike would photocopy old Fangoria's and other things yeah. and then make buttons out of them. I wish you still had that. So he made a button out of this, and I wore it for years and years and years. That. Just a lovely, perfect cover, lovely though, little too, lady covered in plastic. Perfect cover. It's really good. Uh, yeah, Ominous. I mean, this is so just, good. this is might be the best. The creepy POV of the killer is so, it's so, in the prank calls. I mean, but again, you got to keep in mind, this is literally before every slasher trope this is yeah. almost invented a lot of them. i think it was an actually like it's not even like tongue-in-cheek like b movie like it's an no, no 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 good no movie. yeah it's just really good like yeah. usually we recommend the movie being like it's not a good movie but it's a great movie <laughs> right this is right. actually a great movie like oh it's, absolutely it's well shot it's the Very, genuinely good. creepy like, it's genuinely good generally has a creepy yeah, vibe i agree um yeah just there's everything about it 
you just every scene there's something yeah. I love in it. Whether or not it's the building that they're standing outside of, whether or not it's Dude, there's so much tension. There's so much intrigue. The, the the piano player dudes wearing the first of all, I feel people in the '70s either they were really cold or they were always just broiling hot and just went with it because they're wearing a lot the, of layers. the thick turtleneck with the <laughs> thick wool plaid jacket. I'm like, dude, I am sweating thinking about wearing that. If I wore a sweater and a pea coat, but they also it's like a turtleneck sweater. It would have to be. I, I would have to be just standing outdoors in like. Sub zero temperatures. It would be so hot. <laughs> it would be yeah. so hot. No, but it is. Uh, I would have to say that Black Christmas gets our two thumbs. It, all yeah, the four thumbs. thumbs. Four, all thumb. four thumbs. There, yeah, our four thing is thumbs. four thumbs up. We have four. Thumbs. We're, not, we're not like Cisco and We're two thumbs up. We're four thumbs. Four thumbs. Four thumbs. Four thumbs. Four thumbs. <laughs> all the thumbs. <laughs> all the thumbs. And if you haven't seen curtains, dear Lord, see curtains. It's curtains. So good. Is, we will certainly watch that in the next coming weeks, and it'll probably be an episode of Home Time. Oh, I can't wait. Um, that now, ice skating scene. Oh my oh. god. Can I wear? pink sweaters now yes oh, and so then, now another Christmas last year is a lesser known one the Mark McGuire it, very similar colors album really very similar well. colors very, co- Ooh, very similar I colors I like here. this now this is kind of a a bit of a deeper cut it only recently got a <laughs> a good DVD and Blu-ray re- issue really because good. it's an incredibly bad, poorly lit film so the old VHS of it was almost impossible to watch so yeah, the really the only way to watch it, it is the DVD or Blu-ray and this would be... The Blu-rays have changed so many so VHS when you're much, like, I thought so it was just much. dark. Like when you had to like, we had to like turn the like color up on the TV yeah. all the way and then turn the lights down to watch it. It was nuts. It changed a lot. Yeah. But this movie would be David Hess's directorial debut, debut and I believe the only movie he ever directed, <laughs> To All a Good Night. Now, we this is, again, we watched this one maybe a few years ago and... I do remember in my mind for the this, first time. In my mind, yes. Yeah. In my mind, this was one of those. Even when we went back to watch it again a couple nights ago, it, kind of the thing, our line of like, not a good movie, but a great movie, kind of yes. thing. That's that is kind of how I remember this movie, and I and I know mm-hmm. why I remember it. But on this rewatch, it's good. It's just pretty Scary. much a straight up good creepy slasher movie. Yeah. To, at Christmas time, I remember the because I think the, one of the main things I remember something something that I think Taryn and I love about slasher movies is not even always the killer. It's not even always the kill scenes, but it's the it's the it's the hanging out. It's the teens or the <laughs> adults hanging out and the things they say in the dialogue. Yeah. Like for example, that movie, the movie Final Exam. There's the, there's the killings in the beginning and the killings in the end, but I'm pretty sure and I think I I think I like timed it one yeah. time. There is like an hour that no kills happen, but I literally love that it's hour. A great so hour. Wild man spraying the deodorant in his mouth, like that to me is like <laughs> that's where I'm here for. Is this? Of course, all the other stuff too, but I love the hanging out parts of slasher movies. And the the main thing I remember this is when they're all eating dinner, and the one the one uh, girl. At, in the middle of dinner, wants some perfume. Wants wants some uh, one of the other girls' perfumes, and I this she's like, and then she goes, and there's a whole scene of her going to get the perfume, 
coming down, putting the. Yeah, she was like, like, "I'm going upstairs. Do you need anything?" She was like, "Yes. What? Can you get me the Chanel?" What? The she was like, "Oh, she's I love like, that. I here you are. Here's that. the." And then she sits at the dinner table. I love it. Instead of eating, well, she's being very slutty at the dinner table. She is hitting on everybody, and she was like, "You're gonna go up for me?" <sighs> but like, she's it's she's a very horny girl. Definitely. And she with sat- a very with a very strange. Oh, oh, right. Yes, the one going up to get the perfume. I mean, of course, and everyone. The chick who wants the perfume is very. But she has the too. strange. But she has the strange, uh, undetermined accent that we couldn't oh, necessarily it, place. She may be British, or she made it maybe up, or she's. Something. I it was very difficult. She may be trying to be classy, but then she sat at the table eating nothing and spraying herself with perfume. Very strange. Now, this takes place at a, fin- a Calvin's finishing school for girls. What is a finishing school? Is it like something you go to before? Because I couldn't tell. Again, with these, especially in the 80s, it's hard to tell the age sometimes. Because, like, are they all supposed to be 18? They all kind of look like in their, like. Okay, if I was. They gonna, all look. If I was going to guess what a finishing school is, it's like the last years of high school, maybe the first year of college for chicks that are going to get married but don't really want to go to college. It's okay. like finishing them up and getting them ready for, for, like ladyhood. Got it. I don't know. I, I would imagine if you were a debutante, you're going to go to a finishing school. I could be completely wrong. We should look it up. Uh, I know. can't look it up because my phone's recording things. But, and we're, and we're, and we're get, not going to. I don't care that much. But <laughs> but in my mind, it's like, but also like, you know, wait, it kind of no, makes wait. sense because these babes need finishing school because they just sit at the table spraying themselves with cologne and, and but, hitting on boys. But wait. And girls, but it has some. It, this is some sort of sorority at the finishing school. And we know this because the very first <laughs> it's line, my part. the very first <laughs> line in the movie, it's a flashback to two years prior to the movie. What is the very first line that you hear girls saying in this movie? Sorority, sorority. <laughs> Literally the first line. Sorority, sorority. <laughs> So yeah, you can see why uh, we were going in, kind of remembering it being a little more like they're running around, bonkers. They're running and, around wearing Santa suits, wielding and knives, trust me, there, and chanting sorority. There is that. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of day for night shots, which always is a hallmark of it's a really low good. budget movie. It's like, oh, it's one in the half. Af- is it one in the afternoon or is it midnight? Like they're pretending it Put is. Put a blue filter on it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but also a strange one of this, and this is something we've only kind of related to in the past few years is this is a Christmas horror movie that takes place in California. It's filmed in California. So it's so it's very like the the Christmas decorations are not good. Like there's a strand of lights that goes over the door and it blinks so erratically that it's just it's literally like <laughs> oh my god this is the worst strand of lights but every light in the house is like that it'll be like three lights go off and then two lights come on and then four lights go off and then it, there's well, no I, rhyme I was reason. trying to test it out because I think it's when there's you no took the old lights so to make old light bulbs like that twinkle make you you probably don't remember doing this but you had to take a bulb out and then you put a different bulb in with a red tip and that would make them twinkle if they weren't originally twinkle lights but each half of the strand is on a different setting so if you only put the first half of twinkle light in only one half blinks you have to put one in each end to make it twinkle all the way so that's why so maybe they didn't put the right bulbs in the right spot it's possible it was very frustrating so so there's no snow so it's it's kind of like how we experience christmas out here like we definitely like like we really try to bring it especially in our in our house like we have right now but i mean it <laughs> oh, is oh yeah hit rudolph again oh wait this is our christmas ornament we just pushed it ah oh, there, there it is. is oh you got um, close that time oh i like just the beginning that's um, all you need <laughs> 
But I also approve of the amount of milk drinking in this movie. There's a lot of milk drinking. Oh. I approve of it. Um, I don't approve of the warm milk, though. I'm not. I that's to me is disgusting. You don't want to. You don't want me to heat you some milk up I in a pan not. and bring it to you in the bed so you can just. I do not. You can just lay in bed and put milk sugar on your teeth and get indigestion in your sleep. I don't want that. <laughs> uh, but I do approve of the amount of milk drinking. Oh, I do like milk and honey. I think that'd be good. Sounds good. Mm. Um, there's a strange part where a kind of New York style cop. And a couple cops get introduced into the movie, which is just a jarring, like, it just doesn't really, it, it comes out of seemingly nowhere and uh, is a strange, uh, strange addition to the movie. Um, also, the, the, yeah, I wonder where they got those also guys. the, the, the like, guy. They, they the, just came to California. The, the, also, ah, like, somewhere the, in here. So it's a girls' school, but they, of course, they're bringing in some boys for the night because, you know, well, they flew they in. Have a good time. But the guys flew in. Uh, shout out to uh, Michael Hamlin, our pilot friend. While we, we don't know, know a pilot. while we don't have, well, we aren't friends with doctors, we aren't friends with lawyers, we are friends with the pilot. So, shout out to Michael Hamlin. We know bartenders and pilots. That's that's our all scene. you need. That's our scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the they fly in for whatever reason. I don't know where they're landing. I mean, it is just so strange. But the pilot in the movie is uh, ha- none other than Harry Reams, uh, adult. Uh, film star of the 70s. And he Harry he's, he's barely in the movie. And he doesn't get banged. There's no real reason. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he and thought it was so weird. weird. He's like I won- the only dude who doesn't get banged I wonder if it was movie. weird to him when to he think. was filming the scene. Yeah. Yes, there is. He really is. I wonder if it was weird when he was filming his scenes. Was he like, all right, so like, <laughs> yeah, so let's get it going. And then it's like, oh no. You want me to take my pants off? Yeah, I bet it's weird. Let me pop my top off. You want me to take my shirt off? You gotta be so used to it. But But honestly, they're like, no, just stay in the All this kind of stuff is, part, is certainly part of the enjoyment of Tolga Night, but it is actually there's a genuinely creepy atmosphere. This the San, oh, and the killer is dressed like Santa with a mask on, yeah. and and like and when that's a those scary scenes, Santa mask. The, yeah, it's very creepy. And the yeah. scenes where the Santa's like looking into the stained glass. Oh. There's some great stained glass. This is like a giant mansion they filmed it it's in. Scary, it's too big. It's way too big. I don't live there. So the there are some really genuinely creepy scenes and creepy kills yes. with. You know that are that are in this movie. Um, in addition to all the kind of like you know head scratching parts and and, and didn't you want the girls made. to just stay put? Like stop exploring the rooms. Just stay in your room. Well, this is the other thing Lock that I think the in, door. in slasher movies is always so great is Look that in the when closet, there's a when there's a group the of bed. when there's a group of people. Yes, that's true. And then, like, three of them aren't there, like, maybe for a while. Like, no one seems to be weird. They're like, oh, they probably just went somewhere. It's like. No, and they didn't tell you. Like, have that, has that ever happened? Like, you're at someone's house, especially when they're like they're there. There's nothing. They're on the. Yeah. Camp. There's nowhere else for them no, to go. No, that's it. Oh, they're they there. must have just left. Oh, they didn't come back this morning. Ah, they're just out crazy kids. They're up to something. They probably went on a trip. Like what? Canoeing? Like where are they? It's insane. It's there's some silly. amazing hair in this movie too. I really. And I have to say, it's the ha- yeah, the hair's real frizzy. It's that frizzy. It's, it's like really the, good. The, it's like the mom and Carrie type of hair, like frizzy, yeah, big curls. And we yeah. and, and also that it has a very strange, odd, out of nowhere element that kind of happens near the end as well, and that gives it this. And again, this is 1980. So again, this is pre a lot of stuff. Yes, it is. So it is this a it's a really really great one. I I give it. Are you giving it two of your thumbs? I'm giving it two. Are you giving me two of your th- thrums? I'll give some thrums. Four <laughs> thrums up? I see four thrums. I, I give this a really, really... Uh, I would definitely put this up with Black Christmas and Christmas Evil in our 
very favorite Christmas. Yeah, I would movie. say Black Christmas is probably the most quality movie. Like it's actually like a good movie yeah. that is Christmas Eve that is though. well Christmas shot with Evil good dialogue, too, good everything. I think Christmas Evil has that element too. Yeah. yeah I do. You do? Yes. You do? Let's watch it again. Okay. Um, we're and, and I have to say we're a big fan of Melody in this in to all good night. She is our favorite character in the movie. Well she's wonderful. She's fantastic. She's very um, affable. Yes. Um, but yeah, those have been the the main those have been our I think we've hit the holiday highlights. I think we've hit a lot of great movie and listening highlights this season. I'm actually pretty happy. Sometimes it gets away from you. You know, creeps up on you. It creeps up on you. Yeah. But I think we've been like really like get setting the vibe in our house. All right. I think there's going to be a weird edit uh, there. Oh, I think it's I, back up. I think <laughs> I think we might have done some. I think one of us is loud. Ooh, maybe it's me. Oh, hello. Well, anyway. anyway. So we were talking about the Christmas spirit. Oh, wait. No, it's our... Oh, it's our air okay. conditioner. So again, this is home time. Gray's not here. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. We're oh. back. I, I apologize. This is what you get when you get home time. You don't yeah. get the professionalism that Gray yeah. brings to Noise Extra. We have a technical difficulty, then we turn the AC on, then we and then start things recording. Just go, things just <laughs> go awry. Well, we you know, that's part of the Christmas spirit. Just things the going Christmas awry. spirit. You know, it's just, just like just like Clark Griswold. You know, things were going wrong in the Griswold. Oh, that's part Christmas of Christmas. Vacation. Everything's funky. It's sometimes it doesn't go the way you expect it to go, and sometimes, like Clark Griswold says, you know, you're you're at the you're at the mouth of hell. <laughs> but what do you do? You rally, yeah, and you're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas. You see, you say since Bing Crosby danced with Danny fucking K. God, I love Danny. Hallelujah! <laughs> Holy shit! So we're back after. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about filling our house with the Christmas vibe and the Christmas spirit. Having a teeny tiny Christmas tree. We have two Christmas trees. We were talking about scent memories and how they're associated strongly well, look, with no, memories. They don't know we were talking about this. Well, we've talked about it so many times, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having well, a scent memory you're, right you're now. Really you're really peeling back away from, you know, you're really peeling the curtain back. <laughs> we could, we can just, we can, they don't know we were talking about this unrecorded. <laughs> <laughs> they might know. I feel like we talked about it so many times we made an impression upon It's many. possible. This is like alternate universes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Wait, maybe we need to rethink our position on time travel. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. It's true. Dude, you know what a great movie is? It's not a Christmas movie, but it can be. Groundhog Day. It's a, it's a winter movie. It's a February movie. It's good. Yeah, it's true. It's it a post-Christmas movie. movie. It's, it's a great, great movie. It's a February movie. Um, You're right. But we were talking about... Sun memory. Well, yeah, and feel it, you, feeling around, the Christmas spirit. Around this time, we're always burning frankincense and we're burning myrrh. Yeah. And we're burning spruce candles. And it's, it just really, especially, especially I think in California, you have to kind of, you really have to go for it. You got to punch Just it like off. in To All Good Night. Yeah, absolutely. It feels strange, you know, with those weird blinking lights. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, if you, if you really fill yeah. up your home with, the, with, with good scents, good trees, good lights, you yeah. know, you're going to get it. And I know a lot of people. You should do more than one strand. I know a lot of people listening 
are probably not into Christmas. They're probably thinking, you know, you guys are lame. Christmas is lame. I completely disagree. I think it's, I think it's a great time, and especially Christmas Eve, where it's just something. There's something about it where it's just everybody's just settled in and hunkered down. Whether or not you're with friends, whether or not you're by yourself, whether or not you're with family, mm-hmm. just enjoy that. Everybody on on this night is just kind of in. And they're just kind of feeling the spirit. Just feel the spirit. The spirit of the underground. Yeah. The spirit of Christmas. Put on Frozen Niagara Falls. Put on Jesu Christmas. Put on Kevin Drum's It's Hannibal. not limited options. Put on it's Mormon, curated Put options. on Mormon Tabernacle Choir. You know, just fill it up with the Christmas spirit. With the spirit of the underground spirit of Christmas and I think a great way to end this Christmas Eve episode of Home Time would be to have you Tara read the night before Christmas for everybody would you be into that? Oh, I have this little Night Before Christmas book right here This book by Clement Clark Moore. And this is a really cool edition. This is the edition from 1849. So there's probably going to be a few, if you are familiar with this story, there's probably going to be a few uh, different lines that, you know, this is, this is the 1849 edition. So there might be a few extra things, a few... Words that might be slightly different from, you know, maybe one you know, but I like, this, spirited. I like this version, Tara. And it Will says you? on the inside of the 1849 edition, a present for good little boys and girls. So here's a present for good little boys and girls. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, and hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. The children nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively, so quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. Come Comet, on Cupid, on Donder, and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet an obstacle and mount to the sky. So up to the housetop coursers they flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof and prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he 
looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled, his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but he went straight to his work and filled all the stockings and then turned with a jerk and laid his finger aside his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night.